In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to morning celebration of Mass. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned, in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we who have celebrated the Paschal festivities may by your gift hold fast to them in the way that, in the way that we live our lives. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. On our arrival in Rome, Paul was allowed to stay in lodgings of his own with the soldier who guarded him. After three days, he called together the leading Jews. When they had assembled, he said to them, Brothers, although I have done nothing against our people or the customs of our ancestors, I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Romans. They examined me and would have set me free, since they found me guilty of nothing involving the death penalty. But the Jews lodged an objection, and I was forced to appeal to Caesar. Not that I had any accusation to make against my own nation, that is why I have asked to see you and talk to you, for it is on account of the hope of Israel that I wear this chain. Paul spent the whole of the two years in his own rented lodging. He welcomed all who came to visit him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching the truth about the Lord Jesus Christ with complete freedom and without hindrance from anyone. The Word of the Lord. The upright shall see your face, O Lord. The Lord is in his holy temple, the Lord whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world, his gaze, gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the just and the wicked, the lover of violence he hates. The Lord is just and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. <clears throat> Peter turned and saw the disciple Jesus loved following them. 
the one who had leaned on his breast at the supper, and had said to him, Lord, who is it that will betray you? Seeing him, Peter said to Jesus, What about him, Lord? Jesus answered, If I want him to stay behind till I come, what does it matter to you? You are to follow me. The rumour then went out among the brothers that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus had not said to Peter, he will not die. But if I want him to stay behind till I come. The disciple is the one who vouches for these things and has written them down. And we know that his testimony is true. There were many other things that Jesus did. If all were written down, the world itself, I suppose, would not hold all the books that would have to be written. The Gospel of the Lord. If you've been with us at Mass over the last few days, you'll have heard mention in the Acts of the Apostles about Paul and his journeys. And you'll have heard, especially over these last few days, about how Paul himself knows that he's going to Jerusalem and that he will be arrested there and persecuted. And of course, that's what comes to pass. Uh, and eventually what we hear is that Paul himself, because as a Roman citizen, uh, appeals uh, to Caesar and to Rome uh, that his case might be heard there. And so what we now find is that he, he manages to journey to Rome and is a prisoner in Rome. And that's what we hear at the beginning of the reading, that he is in lodgings and that he is uh, guarded uh, by the soldier that has taken him to Rome. And we hear later on in the reading that he spends two years in these quarters. We also hear in the reading itself that this community of Jewish people that are at Rome itself, uh, we know that there's a diaspora, a kind of a spread of all these different Jewish uh, communities all over the, the kind of known world at this time. Uh, and there's one also in Rome, uh, and, and St Paul himself speaks to uh, these, uh, this community uh, to reassure him, uh, to reassure them uh, where he's come from, uh, what he's done, what he's not done. Uh, and of course uh, to speak about the presence of Jesus and what Jesus means to this community. And we hear at the end of the reading that Paul himself is uh, no hindrance, that he's given complete freedom in order to, to speak these words and to continue in this ministry. But of course we know it's not going to end there because uh, at Rome itself um, he's going to be put to death. Uh, and so is St Peter himself. Uh, and by tradition we know of the places uh, that these uh, um, kind of executions took place. Um, St Peter's where the church is and St Paul is outside the walls uh, for St Paul himself. Uh, it's said uh, in tradition that, that he, he died outside the walls at a certain place and that's where that particular church is built. Today in the Gospel we, we hear that kind of strange uh, dialogue uh, about the beloved disciple um, and there's lots of speculation 
about the beloved disciple who he is. Uh, most people, I think, that it is St John, uh, the same person who leans it against Jesus' breast. Uh, but there's a kind of part of the, the reading it says that kind of sounds as if, you know, uh, it's not uh, necessarily him, if you like. Uh, uh, certainly uh, uh, St John in a certain sense, but, but there's a kind of, uh, it's as if at the end of the reading it tells us that, that someone else is kind of writing these things down, uh, who is the beloved disciple. Um, whatever the confusion is, uh, certainly by tradition we, we account it as uh, St John himself, who is, is that beloved disciple of Jesus, uh, and it's his words, uh, all the things that, uh, in his memory, uh, all the things that, that he has collated that are, uh, we believe, in, in the Gospel of St John, even though particularly he may not have written it down uh, by hand, it was the kind of the teaching that he handed on. We're coming to the end of the Easter season with the Feast of the Pentecost of the Holy Spirit. And it's as if we've been kind of journeying through these pages of the New Testament, uh, following these early Christians, uh, the apostles themselves, uh, and Paul and, and Barnabas and so on. Um, their journey, their travels, their experience, uh, their life, uh, and in many ways it's so, so different from, from our own. Um, uh, very often that they receive uh, punishments and imprisonment and eventually they have to even forfeit their own life. But it's the journey, isn't it? Uh, very often we, we hear it described in those early pages of the New Testament as the way that we're, that we're all on that particular journey, um, just as the disciples, the apostles, uh, Paul and Barnabas were on that journey. Um, and it's a journey that continues, that goes on in all of our lives, uh, the presence of the risen Christ, the presence of the Spirit in each of our own lives. Uh, it's that journey that is within us. And just as they, in their own lives, met the challenges, the disappointments, the tragedies, the, the uncertainties, so the journey itself is full of those things as well. But our journey, as well as being full of all those things, is also full of joys and consolations as well, uh, in which we receive mysteriously that strength and that reassurance uh, that Jesus himself, in the Spirit, is present with us. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Holy Spirit coming near, we pray, O Lord, prepare our minds for the divine sacrament, since the Spirit himself is the remission and gives remission of all our sins. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For after his resurrection, he plainly appeared to all his disciples and was taken up to heaven in their sight that he might make us sharers in his divinity. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, 
graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins but in the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Hear in your compassion our prayers, O Lord, that as we have been brought from things of the past to new mysteries, so with former ways left behind, we may be made new in holiness of mind. Through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary special protection for us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Just before the final blessing, to remind you that later on today, Holy Father, Pope Francis, will be reciting the Rosary uh, worldwide. Uh, so you have the chance to follow that in our parish Facebook if you're connected with that. There's a watch party there which allows you to access the live stream itself. So um, if you'd like to join in on that, that's at 4.30 today.
the Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.